You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back. Hour number two of the big program as we continue to munch on hot, delicious pizza in studio. Actually tying into a, uh, what, did, what, what did they say this was? Uh, Steve said it was a... Italian sandwich. With the, boy, There's olives on there. Uh, it's wonderful. Traditional uh, Italian wow. sandwich. And it's one of those flat rolls as opposed as opposed to a uh, a big bulbous lot of bread. Mm. And if great. you're a redneck, you call it Italian. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> look for them on, <laughs> online at Pie 5 Pizza. It's craft pizza done correctly. It's fresh and fast. Pie 5 Pizza. Uh, and again, across the country, but also uh, our, our our primary location here in Iowa, Ankeny. Look for them on Sundays, uh, 11 to 9 p.m., so you can get your order in quickly. All right, want to thank our number one guests. Uh, we had a good uh, good grouping there: Josh Hayes, Greg White, Lyndon Smith. Smith talking seats. Um, coming up in our Number two, this particular hour, we're going to go back a few years, about 12, 13 years ago. I think our second guest, correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, wasn't he uh, a sponsor of ours, one of our very first sponsors? Yeah, back when we were in, it was like 2003, we started this program. Uh, Mark and I went out to California and met with a bunch of people, and and we met with Cole Townsend and his partner, and it was out of Cole's parents' spare bedroom in Long Beach, Nice. That they started this company, and it's Fast Company. They did the, the spoke torque wrench and the flex handlebar system, which is pretty – I mean, you see them everywhere. You Stay see the flex handlebars. No, yeah. I, I was just picking up a bike just tonight, and uh, the guy had three bikes in his garage with flex handlebars, and I, I said, hey. You bought another bike? Tony. <laughs> it's a new, brand-new <laughs> Honda. A brand-new, brand-new – Honda 450 bucks. from Storm Lake Honda for 6900 bucks. It's a brand new. 40 450. 450 for 6900 bucks. Why would I not? I'll give you 7 for it. Because I have two in the garage already? Not no, a good that's reason. Not, that's not a good enough reason. I'm going to need more. Exactly. You can never have too <laughs> many Honda was, 450s. Greg White was saying Honda and Kawasaki are contemplating uh There are rumors. To- there are rumors their return. They there have been a number of rumors circulating. They may be wanting to return to Moto America's paddock. How many years are we going to say that Kawasaki is? There's a rumor that Kawasaki is going to go racing. Well, every year that it's how a many rumor. years? It's it's a lot. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're stacking up racing. to a lot. Come on, uh, you know that, that. But they have been in it before, so it's just been too long in all of our estimation. Um, in my lifetime, have they? No. Okay. No. You were, yeah, it's you been were a, a while. It's been yeah. a minute. You were a baby. Okay. All right, let's go to our first guest, hour number two. Richie Morris joins us. Richie, how are you? Hey, guys. Long time no talking. Well, (laughs) we're just talking about uh, Honda returning to AFT Racing for the 2019 season. Uh, Bless you. This pizza is amazing. It's making me sneeze. I'm so sorry. Big news, though, for for you guys and for Honda to uh, come in and, and be involved in AFT. Pretty neat. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Uh, 
been quite a number of years since the uh, Schobert, Ricky Graham days, and uh, to have those guys back, have the Red Wing back in the paddock, it's pretty uh, – I'm honored as a team owner to have them in me. So how does it work? I mean, are you um, – Honda, as we know, off and on has uh, an American racing department. Are you directly involved with them, like right from jump? Are you getting to have input on uh, on the bike and stuff like that, or how's it going uh, – in the opening year well we will uh you know we're uh learning a lot together those guys uh they've uh, been involved with me on the pro honda oil side for a couple of years and those guys have been coming out to the track and watching the growth of american flat track and we're uh we're, we're growing pretty well as you guys know and uh they felt it was a good year for them to jump in and uh and help us out, and help us out with some uh, technical stuff, and go out there, and uh, we obviously hired uh, Mikey Rush to be the, the factory rider for the Honda team, and uh, the RMR Honda, and we feel like we got a chance to win a championship, and that's what it's all about, what we're trying to do. It just seems like there's a lot of guys that, uh, even on a local level, that go fly tracking that really like that Honda 450. Yeah, it's a good motorcycle. I mean, that's uh, it's the, it was the go-to bike uh, years ago, and uh, now I think the other manufacturers maybe have have come in and flat track, and and uh, it's going to be an interesting year. There's a lot of uh, manufacturers going to be up front in this singles class, and uh, I think it kind of reminds me of the good old days back uh, when all the factories were going at it and the road racing. Absolutely, and it's. Clearly, uh, I mean, it's easy for us to speculate from the sidelines, which we will be on watching these races, that Honda, yes, that's uh, they don't they don't want to be the only manufacturer that isn't out there. Uh, that's the long and the short of it, right? I mean, KTM is making big news, and it's another way to sell a motorcycle. Get your bike out there, get it in the front. Well, you don't get much exposure just making a main event. You uh, you need to be up front, and that's what I, uh, we as a team, I, it's a funny story. Me and my team manager were sitting in a hotel room, and we were working on a press release, and we were trying to remember how many podiums we got in the last two years, and we neither one of us knew, but we knew how many wins we'd had. So that's all that matters. <laughs> you can remember that one right off the top of your head, even when you're <laughs> tired. Yeah, you know, you just you don't remember the second to the third. So, yeah, the Honda guys feel the same way. We're going out to try to win this thing. Richie, I, I, the, the flat track has – AFT has gained a lot of ground, I feel. They, they've, they've definitely got a lot of momentum. Uh, and you go to a race, it's fun to watch. I mean, I went to uh, some last year and, and the year before. Um, the, uh, the, the fans – I think we're in a turnover of fans a little bit. You, I think some of the old timers are. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it's it's weird that the uh, when you get on the social media, which that's the world we live in now. So it's re- you know if it's on social media, that is that is reality, unfortunately. But there's people that get on there and they say Honda announces that they're going racing in flat track and with with Richie Morris. And the comments aren't sweet, bitching. We got Honda in the in the program again. <laughs> Instead, it's I see a motocross bike. Why is there a motocross bike and AFT announcements? And it's like 
because that's what it's that's what it was that's born our, as. That's you, our class. That's yeah. our class, you idiot. And what do you think of that? I mean, what do you just you don't comment? You can't, but you'd never. It's, well, I, I did put a comment up there because uh, I appreciate the old school. You're right. The demographic it's it's two dimensional. We have the old school flat track guys, and God bless them. We 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 need them there. And then we have we but we have to create new fans as well. And um, you know, it, and for an OEM like like Honda to be involved, uh, guess what? They try to win on Sunday to sell on Monday. You know that still exists. And what's on social media is what they're trying to sell. And um, you know they don't really have a flat track bike for sale, but they have a 450 for sale. We made the announcement, and we felt that it'd be appropriate that we show the public this is the bike that we turn into a flat tracker. So on that particular page, the next I put a picture of the bike in racetrack form the very next day. It took us simply overnight to do it. So it's, uh, you have to put up with that a little bit, and that's okay. And uh, it's, uh, it's just a changing world, and everyone has different viewpoints, and you can't, you can't get involved in that stuff. I, uh, the big forest is not one tree. The big forest is Honda's back. Absolutely right, and it and it's great news for the paddock. It's great news for American Flat Track. It adds uh, depth uh, of the field. Uh, more what we all say, and Tony, you certainly have been a champion of it. We need more paid riders in this sport. You know, guys who aren't emptying theirs and their parents' bank accounts to get out and and compete. Exactly. So, Richie, there's my question for you as a team owner and the guy that that puts it all together and can and has the wherewithal to bring a factory effort, factory program to AFT, can the riders make any money doing this? Can the riders make a living racing motorcycles, going around in circles? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's um, we've got a ways to go, but if you look backwards a couple of years, we've, we've uh, we climbed a big mountain, and uh, we've got a, a, a program now where the, the riders can make a decent living. And uh, we, we, with bringing uh, NBC and uh, Sports Network and all the TV coverage and then FansChoice.com with all the coverage you get there that Al supplies, uh, that's what helps with the sponsors and, and partners. If they just have to have impressions, whether it be social or TV or uh, live streaming. We, I, I saw somebody talking about uh, the, the hooligan, and they were they were whining about that, but... The thing about the hooligans is they've got full-time media people following them around. They're they're posting constantly on their social medias. It's a big deal for for anybody. And like you say, impressions is is that's a big deal. What kind of efforts does Honda ask of Richie Morris Racing? Is that is that part of the thing where, or maybe you just got a proven track record? But is that is that part of the package where hey, we're going to go race, we're going to try to win some races, but in, but also we're gonna we're gonna have a story, and, and the backstory is, you know, uh, uh, whether it's Mikey Rush or, or or whatever, you know, there's a lot going on besides just just racing. Is that something you guys put a lot of value in, or spend a lot of time and, and money on? Well, it's today's world. Uh, I think you almost have to. Uh, uh, we we will be announcing some uh, some other associate sponsors on our team, and and part of that package will be a, a video content for social and uh that's 
that's where your your younger demographic these days. That's what they get up. They I think they wake up in the morning and look at their Instagram, and uh, it's just part of a new world. And we have to, uh, in my opinion, we have to go after them all, and we can't just uh, sit back and think the way flat track was thirty years ago, because um, you have to evolve a little bit. Uh, and I think that American Flat Track is doing that. We're trying to do the same at RMR and Hunt. I actually don't have to even watch the news anymore because I have Facebook, and so I get I get all my information there, and I know it's all true. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna want to buy the bridge I'm selling then later for sure. Well, it's good news again. We continue to say this is great news, but the bike you guys race, yeah, it's exciting for I think the fans, uh, particularly the new ones that we're talking about. AFT is really. Uh, certainly setting out to get new fans, having a bike that you can go out and build and actually race on. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of Flat Trek, Tony. Uh, as you know, uh, I previously owned a Flat Trekker that I think is now yours, one of the mini Honda 450s that you own. Uh, it is in my garage. It is one of the mini 450s you own, but anybody can go out and do it. And it's it's a great sport and a lot of fun, and I hope we see a lot more amateurs. I mean, are you are you getting that vibe at all, the amateur flat track around the country is in any way ticking up? Well, I think if the if the Premier Series is, is gaining legs and, and getting more attention in national broadcast uh, with everything that's happening, of course, that's going to create more interest at a younger level, at a more grassroots level. So uh, they have to train and they have to become riders somewhere. So I think It'll trickle down and really help. Uh, the whole idea is to help the younger generations uh, appreciate and love a motorcycle as opposed to a device. Richie Morris is our guest, and Richie, I haven't I haven't said this publicly on on the show before now, but uh, Daytona is coming up really quickly, and the uh, the 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 paved section. Um, I have some real concerns on that, and and maybe it's going to be okay, but. I think they're. I think it's going to be a lot of fun for us to watch as fans, but I'm not sure what it's going to be like for a racer. Have you guys had some conversation about that? Oh, absolutely. And, um, I think it's uh, these guys are flat trackers. They're uh, they're used to racing on dirt. It, I I guess if you if you reverse that, and I come from the road race background, if, if they put a dirt section in a road course that yeah that'd be a little sketchy but that's called construction these guys are they're they're used <laughs> to uh they're used to losing the front they're used to having the you know backing it in so uh it's going to be a little different at daytona i think uh you're going to see a lot more front brakes than you normally would see and then uh it's going to be a, the transition would be uh maybe a separation from the people that have had some maybe super motard experience, something like that. But it's going to be very interesting. I think it's a good addition. Why, you know, you, we were racing out in the parking lot a couple of years ago. Now we're in the tri-oval. Now we're on the high bank. So I think it's a good direction. Speaking of supermoto, what do you think of Jeff Ford coming back and going racing? <laughs> How cool, huh? Hey, Jeff's an old buddy of mine. I'm glad to see him come out. I hope he has a good time. I, 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 can a guy, can a 182 year old racer, 55 hey, hey, hey. year old racer, whatever he is, can he be competitive? And if he is, what does that say? Does that say he's a superhero 
Or does that say that the talent level is – I mean, I've seen – I've heard every theory, you know, like the talent if, – if he comes out and is, is competitive at all, that says terrible things about flat track. Or it just says, holy cow, that guy's a – you know, he's an animal. He's always in great shape and, and you know, he's, he's a very talented motorcycle racer. What are your thoughts? you think he's going to be able to do anything? I know Jeff has got a lot of good experience, and I know he's great. Um, I, I, I've i said this a lot of times myself. The motorcycle doesn't know how old the person is on it, but the ground does. And uh, so I just hope that, that nothing like that happens. And uh, But it will definitely be an addition to the sport that, you know, he'll bring a lot of eyeballs that, that follow him. The hell, the guy's done everything. So it's just, I think it's cool. Everything uh, and well, not just done it, right. done it really, exactly. really well. I mean, his his performances exactly. in Supermoto after an awesome motocross career. His performance in Supermoto every time he went out and raced, I was blown away by how fast the dude was. Just blown away. I and, miss Supermoto. I think, I think that well. was neat. I think it was a it was a cool series, well. and and I and I think that uh, I don't think it's totally gone yet, but it's in transition, it's right? It's in transition. Supermoto's done. When Mickey Diamond and those guys were racing, that was yeah. the coolest man because oh. those guys were my heroes, and then and they Ward came back. And Troy Herfoss. There's a lot. Of, there was a lot of talent um, out out on that track. Those tracks. What do you think about uh, as the team owner? Interesting point about Daytona. Yes, I think the riders aren't going to have a problem with the surface at all. Uh, clearly, they can they can deal with no traction. Adding traction is never going to be a problem for a flat tracker. I don't think. How about tire wear? Does that does it change appreciably oh, wow. at all? You know, because the tires are made for a dirt track. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think you're going to see any more tire wear than uh, say it like a Springfield mile when you're carrying all that speed through the corner, and uh, so you know you're talking about two places on the track basically straight away that they're going to have the that's you know the tri oval that what 18 degrees I believe it's I mean you're up on the meat of the tire, you're, uh, so I uh, I don't think there'll be any. I'm sure Dunlop looked at that. What's the entrance though? Probably have us run a hard one. What's the entrance and the exit to the different surface like? I mean, that can be a bit of a bump, or is it prepared? You know, is there an angle up to it, or how does? How are they addressing that? I uh, I can't speak for the for the guys that are prepping the track, but uh, my guess is, uh, you know, I know a little bit about that track and that the. the it, the banking goes down to a flat apron, so I'm assuming they're probably going to gradual that that uh, where the apron meets the racetrack. They'll probably just fill that in with dirt and, okay. and have a gradual transition. That'd be my guess, but I, I can't speak for those guys. Or if they want it really really challenging, they make it a hell of a bump. Yeah, well, it's and you <laughs> and you see it in in the road race in right? the in the 200 and any road race at Daytona. The transition from the banking and having been an amateur racer and raced at a NASCAR track, Nashville, the transition from uh, from even on the straightaway, you swear it's got to be flat. It's nowhere near flat on the straightaway. And you, it's and a pretty serious bank. You don't want a series like a, you know, like a washboard, you know, where you get that chatter and and uh, control issue. But that also adds wear. And I thought that interesting. You brought up the wear of the tires. What does that do? And I think that. You know, it's something obviously they're going to look at, uh, but I think the proof will be in the pudding, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm sure they're going to do a little testing down there, and uh, Dunlop probably will, but it, it, that's not a major concern.
burn. You know, it's, uh, if you were going down the back stretch, doing some stuff like that. But, uh, oh, overheating one of those tires. The title. Yeah, I think we're fine. Richard, just a question. Have you ever uh, had any of your pictures mounted to the fly wall uh, at Fly Racing? <laughs> Here comes the sponsor plug, Richie. Go ahead. Just say just, yes or no. Just roll with it, buddy. Not that I, you know of? I, I, I probably not. Well, here's what you can do now. Fly Racing loves to share photos of its fans and racers. That's why they've created the Fly Wall, Richie. So it's a fun way okay. for Fly Racing fans to share their photos on Fly Racing website. Simply head over to flyracing.com, uh, click on submit or post a pic. They will tell you if it's cool, and then they will also post it if it is indeed cool. It's flyracing.com. There we go. Now back to you. None of my pictures have been posted, by the way. Well, uh, not there's cool, a reason I guess. for that. Well, yeah. I'm not a... Yeah. Richie, we want to wish you the best of luck uh, this year. And, and uh, obviously, we want to uh, invite your rider to come and join us. I mean, he's been uh, been around the sport a long time, so it'd be good to have his take on being part of the factory effort no with doubt. Honda. And, and then uh, we're only, what, 20-some days away? Yeah, it's coming up quick. Uh, but Mikey said he would be on next week for you guys. Oh, perfect. Hey. Well, send to send us uh, some stickers, will you? <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys. When I was a kid, weren't you like that, Richie? I mean, didn't you like stickers oh, yeah. and patches and stuff? I still like stickers. Yeah. Me too. Richard Petty SDP Oh, oh yeah, I've got a, the, I've got an SDP story. Jack, back off the uh, back off the tunes just for a second. I wrote to Andy Granatelli right after Parnelli Jones won. What was it, sixty eight, sixty nine, uh, Indy five hundred? And I wrote to Andy Granatelli because I thought he owned the company, and that's how he played himself off to the general public. Apparently, the actual people that owned SDP didn't appreciate it, which is why he stopped working there after a fashion. But <laughs> I wrote to him in a, in a you know childish pencil on line paper, uh, but it was rather extensive. You know, I admitted my father did not sell SDP, but perhaps we could turn him into a customer if, in fact, his son had some SDP stickers. So he didn't just send me a sticker. He sent me a case, a carton of oval round packs, packs of 50, which I took to school and sold. Okay, for first business, good call. Two bucks a pack. I sold enough stickers, packs of stickers, to not only get a complaint from the principal and the building engineer because they were everywhere, but also I made enough to buy a uh, an SDP red Schwinn Latour that I uh, rode across Iowa not once but twice. That heavy bike. But I will tell you, the letter he wrote to me was incredible he sent me one decal one sticker of parnelli jones standing in front of the car okay and the indy uh -huh. 500 times that you know he was on the cover with parnelli jones uh after that win wow. i just thought that was pretty cool for a guy of that stature who thought he owned sdp to take the time to to try to help me turn my father into an sdp customer he stuck with wins by the way um <laughs> those ovals or what they weren't ovals but rectangular long uh but pretty colors i thought purple looked good and uh, stp has always had a great place in my heart for all these years because of what andy granatelli and those stp ovals uh did for me in my youth so there you go There's good stuff i i can remember my uh my first bike was a honda mini trail 50 so i feel like i've come full circle as well so <laughs> it's good to be back in, uh, which one did what, what color did you have 
The blue? Okay. I had a blue one. Yeah. We had the red, <laughs> and then we also had a blue. Neighbor actually had the blue. Yeah. Those oh, are good little bikes. We're showing our age. Yeah, yeah they're cool bikes. All right. Well, Jack is saying, uh, what are you saying, Jack? You're going to be a cowboy and you're winding. It's time up. to go. Oh, okay. Uh, it's hard to understand after all these years, Jack. All right. Uh, thank you so much. Appreciate you joining us, Richie. Best of you and the squad. We'll look forward to your rider on the show next week. And, of course, uh, American Honda returning. AFT Racing with the 2019 season through Richie Morris Racing. Always a pleasure to talk to Richie. Mikey Rush going to be uh, on next week's show. We understand that'll be cool. Coming up next, Cole Townsend is going to be joining us. He's the owner of Fast Company and Flex Handlebars. We had him on years and years and years ago for a long time, actually. And uh, we're looking forward to his return, even if only as a guest. We'll talk to him about the growth of his company and his partner, Chris Tidwell. That's after the break. Stay tuned. This is America's Motor Racing pod- uh, Podcast and Radio Program. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. <laughs> 